Hello and welcome to our podcast. I'm Risa. And I'm Ariana. And we're the Curlmaster Sisters. As a reminder, this podcast is rated T for Teen for strong language and mature themes. And uh, it seems like this this week, uh, the mature themes will probably just involve us yelling at our equipment and swearing at it. So if you cannot handle inanimate objects being verbally assaulted, then I suggest you leave. I'm pretty sure they don't do that over on her hers very own podcast, Unlocked. This week, uh, or this last time, they were talking to Tess from uh, the mar- marketing team. Oh, cool. Is she marketing? I don't know what she does. I don't know. I, I just realized that I actually forgot to look. Uh, but they <laughs> talked to Tess, which isn't her real name, apparently. Oh. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's neat. I just assumed it was. But yeah. So, what are we talking about today, sister? Um, today, we're talking about brainwashing your friends into liking Nancy Drew. I, I thought I'd come up with something clever, but that's, that's really it. <laughs> we're talking about brainwashing your friends. Um, <laughs> how, okay, so let's rephrase this. It's always more fun <laughs> to to get people involved in in, in, in what you like. So, because you, know, you know, I know that a lot of people end up playing Nancy Drew alone, and it's 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 fun to have the you know the Clue Crew online. But like, how do you get your friends to enjoy it? You know, people yeah. that you always I mean, do it. You need people there with you in person. So when you get really upset about a puzzle, you can just hand the computer to them and make <laughs> them do it. Um, it's a lot harder to do that online. It is. Um, but how do you get that kind of person? I mean, we were lucky. We, you know, had each other in the same house. Um, you know, built we in. were stuck with each other. <laughs> Yeah, built-in, built-in Nancy Drew buddies, right? But how do you get that um, with your in-person friends? Well, you have to introduce them to the games, right? And it's really hard. How do you know which one to introduce them to to get them interested in the games? Because if you introduce them to the wrong game, it might give them the wrong impression of the series and they might not want to play any other games with you. Yeah. Right? They might they might spend years not wanting to play the games because they played the wrong one to start with. Exactly. Yeah. So. It happens to people. Yeah. I'm I'm literally drawing from yeah. you know what Victoria, what Victoria told us. said, yeah. <laughs> so here's what we have to say about it. We came up with a uh, some different categories of people, and we're gonna come up with some more on the spot as well, because that's what we do. That's just how um, we rule, y'all. It's true. We can't prepare for things. Um, we are terrible at it. I am awful at preparing for things. Um, bear with us. We'll come up with things. Well, the first one to us, the most general one of pretty much anyone who you can be asked talking about um, will like the Nancy Drewiest game, in my opinion. The most, like, the most accessible, um, yeah, yeah, anyway. (laughs) It is the most prototypical Nancy Drew game. Yes. In my opinion. And that's, uh, uh, 
You got this. Secret of Shadow Ranch. Shadow at Secret Ranch. Shadow at Secret Ranch. Secret of Shadow Ranch. (laughs) Um, I think that one's really accessible to people um, who don't play video games, really. Uh, It's really easy to handle. And for people who haven't had anything really to do with Nancy Drew as well, because it's a standalone story. Pretty much. Yeah, it's it's really self-contained. You know, you don't... There's not, like, references to anything, in fact, at all. There's, there's, it sets up a bunch of references, but, like, that's pretty cool, actually. I didn't even think about that. But, yeah, so it's, it's totally self-contained. You don't have to understand anything else about the Nancy Drew games. It's, um, very clear game mechanics, very clear, um, you know, user interface stuff. So there's that. So you're not going to get somebody going, I don't know where to click. What do I do? Like, you know. When you get hostile because you don't understand something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, like anytime I stream. <laughs> this is stupid. I hate this. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, there are some games that are really bad like that, to be quite honest. Um, but it's just... But yeah. I think, I think Secret of Shadow Ranch is just... If you're going to start... Any kind of person on it, I think that's that's a really good starting place. Yes, definitely. Um, but here's for more specialized ones. So if you've started a friend on that one and they're maybe a little, they want to maybe continue, but they're still a little tentative. Here's where you can start. Yeah. Um. Now let's say. Sorry. <laughs> exactly. Right, now let's so, say you got this. <laughs> Here's our marketing strategies. Um, <laughs> so, how you approach this. <laughs> Say your friend, your friend, uh, likes mystery stories, likes mystery novels. Someone who reads a lot of mystery novels, watches crime shows, stuff like that. That person who really likes the mystery. I would suggest starting them on something like Last Train to Blue Moon Canyon. Yeah. Warnings at Waverly Academy. Or Curse of Blackmore Manor. All three of those have very strong mysteries to mm-hmm. them. And they are all very um, mystery heavy. It's very much about following the clues to the mystery. It's not so much about the other stuff. And so, on, the, on the same level, of if, if it's somebody who you specifically you know likes those like time era, those, those era... Um, Mysteries, you know what I mean? Like um, the early Nancy Drews, the, you know, the Agatha mm-hmm. Christie. So all those are those ones that are, you know, in a specific time period. I would suggest uh, Secret of the Old Clock. And you you, yeah. you you preface it with, now, they get better, but this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. <laughs> yeah, it's got Definitely. a nice mystery. It's, 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 it, 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 that is one of the things it does well. It's got that nice, uh, you know, old-timey Nancy Drew feel. It does. I mean, that's definitely one that if they were fans of the mis- of the actual books, mm-hmm. definitely. May- well, I don't know because uh, <laughs> to be it. fair, if they anyway, were fans of the books, little, don't. That one's a little iffy. But I think that it would work for some people. Yeah, as long as it's not the first one you do. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> fine. I'll stop making suggestions. God, no, do do. <laughs> I mean, as long as you say okay, so. Ignore the name, but let's play it. It's 
it's good as long as it's, you don't try to make it the book. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't compare it to the book, but give it a try. Yeah. So definitely, those are if they're someone who's really into mysteries themselves. Yeah. I think those are the games to start them on. Yeah. And what about you, sister? All right. How about those people who like me enjoy history? What should we recommend for those people? <laughs> Sorry. Um, so yeah, there, there, there's, there's, you sound like like one of those traveling salesmen. You know, I really feel that way right now. It's like, now let's say you've got a a stain from from wine on the carpet. How are you gonna get it out anyway? Um, so. <clears throat> History yes. buffs. So there's there are they most nature games have some sort of like you know historical quote unquote um, part to them where they it, it relates back to a point in history. But then there are the ones that are actually specifically concentrating on like historical data. Like you've got um, the Secret of the Scarlet Hand. Um, really great. I mean, you're in a museum for God's sake. Um, <laughs> Tomb of the Lost Queen. A lot of good, it's, it's at least got that good um, history, f- historical feel to it, even if you don't necessarily touch on as much history as in some of them. Um, and then there's Treasure and Royal Tower, which, you know, if you like French history. Yeah. Which I don't. But at the same time, but, you know, if you like Marie Antoinette, then <laughs> that's. That's the game for you. That is your game, man. Yeah. yeah. You like romanticizing the... Mm, no, I'm not going into it. <laughs> um, <laughs> other games for history buffs that I would put out there. Um, maybe Labyrinth of Lies. Yeah, I, I thought I about that. It. That's a little... Um, I don't know. I mean... <sighs> It's not quite as historical. I mean, there, there are I some agree. good things in the museum, but, like, not enough, in my opinion. <laughs> That's, like, more like if people... Historic... Like, history about, like, myths and stuff. Or... Yeah. What was the other one I was thinking of just a bit ago? Um, uh, Ghost Dogs of Moon Lake has some historical stuff about it. Yeah. Some stuff yeah. about, like, prohibition <clears throat> and stuff. Without ever talking about alcohol, yeah. um, <laughs> never mentioning it once. I it is the we'll talk about thing. prohibition, but what were we prohibiting <laughs> mm, during something. the prohibition of Rottweilers? It was the Rottweilers. <laughs> oh no, that would be even worse. It would be. I don't want a world I'm, without Rottweilers. I agree. Uh, and there was one more I was going to say. Hmm. Yeah, I had a bunch nope. come to me, it's and then gone. I was like, nope, don't know. <laughs> mm, it's gone. Yeah. Oh, well, it'll come back to me. Um, My next one, though, talking of Ghost Dogs and Moonlight, uh, if you have friends who are into classic point-and-click adventures, yeah. people who um, liked things like uh, King's Quest, Monkey Island, stuff like that, um, if they like that stuff, I would suggest uh, Final Scene, uh, Ghost Dogs of Moon Lake. Or um, Danger on Deception Island. Games where they are very literal in the point and click uh, aspect of them. They are more about the uh, literal chores of doing things, not 
so much on the weird puzzles, but the weird puzzles <laughs> that are there are there. Yeah. Um, it's as if those crazy point-and-click adventures didn't have the awful, awful known logic that they had. <laughs> think about like that. So, I that's those are the ones I would think. Okay, what about you? Um. Okay, how about those who you think that they're 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 definitely the kind that really goes in for like the the puzzle elements of games. You know, they 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 solve every puzzle in a, in a every game just like yeah. You know, you know what I mean. They go after it. You know, <laughs> people who literally just have. On their phone, the only games they have are, like, Sudoku, Picross, stuff like that. Unblock Those people. That sort of stuff. Um, So the people who who really like those, the the puzzle element. Um, Some really great puzzle games are um, Shadow at the Water's Edge, obviously. I mean, if nothing else, you've got all those number puzzles up the wazoo. Um, And then (laughs) there's um, the ever- Ever convoluted, but still very fun, <laughs> Curse of Blackmore Manor. I wasn't really sure if we should put it on any of this as a first game, just because it is weird and convoluted. But, you know, if you like the puzzle element, you're going to like that game. <laughs> it's true. And then, of course, Sea of Darkness. Because that one is like, yeah, <laughs> it is full. It's just puzzle after puzzle mm-hmm. after puzzle. So if that is your jam, that's like the perfect one to give to them. Um, let's think. Let's think of something else. Um, if your friend is really into drama, <laughs> if oh. your friend is into drama, yeah. into the drama of it all, um, <laughs> Alibi and Ashes, very dramatic, Ghost of Thornton Hall, and oh, what else? One more really dramatic one. Um, Labyrinth of Lies. Yes. <laughs> if they're in for the drama of it all. <laughs> oh, and Shattered Medallion. If they're in it for the drama, Shattered Medallion. Yeah, yeah. Basically, uh, most of the ones that are very character-centric. Yeah. Definitely those ones. Yeah. You know the ones. <laughs> <laughs> the people who read gossip columns. <laughs> Are the people who are going to like those games. Yes. Wait, Deirdre's talking shit. Hold on. <laughs> exactly. Let's keep going and talking to this girl. Okay. But yeah. Um, what about you? Um, then. Let's see. I'm looking at our, at our lists we made. <laughs> There's one more on the yeah. list. Um. So maybe friends just come up with shit who like a good story. <laughs> um, you know, they're, they're... they're people who don't want just like the fighting in their games. The people who the people who read all the books in Skyrim, the people who, like, you know, <laughs> yes. they're, they are, are there, there for the lore. They're there for the lore, for the world building, all that sort of stuff. So they're there for the actual story, the meat of it all. The people who 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 talk to every every single NPC in Pokemon, you know that sort of stuff. Um, I'm, I'm describing myself. I am describing myself. Um, and now you're just gonna list your favorite three games, aren't you? <laughs> Ghost of Thornton Hall, Shadow at the Water's Edge, and 
Legend of the No. Yes, Legend yeah. of the Crystal Skull. It's going to do it to me every time. Definitely. So the people who are in it for the lore. Um, how about the games... For your friend who writes fan fiction. <laughs> um, Deadly Device. Um, What's your reasoning yeah, behind that some... one? Uh, because <laughs> everyone wants to take Ryan. Everyone wants... <laughs> Give me a second. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to list all the games first. So Deadly Device. Uh, Legend of the Crystal Skull. Um, and... Uh, um god damn it what was the last one i was gonna say um legend of the crystal skull and shattered medallion because they all have characters that everyone likes to ship with other characters (laughs) so for your friends for your friends who enjoy writing fan fiction oh see see those are the games i would think you know if your, if your friend likes 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 fan fiction, they would probably like any of the crossover ones with uh um with oh the Hardy, the Hardy Boys. Boys. <laughs> True. Um, hmm, Creature of Kapu Cave. Yeah, I have. I honestly, I wasn't gonna put Kapu Cave on any of these. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't 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 let people have that be their first experience. Just uh, yeah. I mean, there are a couple games I wasn't gonna put on here at all. That one. <laughs> Was what you're not you're not gonna say people should play Ransom of the Seven Ships for their first game? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, they shouldn't. No, or Trail of the Twister. Oh. <laughs> Actually, you know what? If your friends, if you have a friend who really enjoys doing chores, yeah, and no, just like that, that going more and meticulous doing friend, yeah, definitely. Then uh, Trail of the Twister, um, Warning to Waverly Academy, mm-hmm. and Icicle Creek. Those are the three games for that person. Um, I could definitely uh, see a case being made for um, Haunting of Castle Malloy. Yeah. Because that's, that's all very logic puzzly, and so that I think that sort of plays into that. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um, if your friend, what else? You know, um, we've, we've, see, I want to say, cause we have introduced like our friends to some Nancy Drew games, um, in weird ways. They didn't continue playing them, but they enjoyed playing them with us. You know, we got them on. Phantom of Venice and Danger by Design. <laughs> and they got into them for random things, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this puzzle entices me. Okay. <laughs> or this puzzle infuriates me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Wait, what do you mean you can't touch that? What? <laughs> or you're just making shit up now. Um, <laughs> but... Honestly, it's one of those things that it's hard. It's really hard to know what will help a friend and what will stick with a friend. Yeah. but And, and it's also really nerve wracking because if you want to share Nancy Drew with people and you're like, what if they don't like this? What if they, they like just 
hate it and and I, you, it's, it's it's a part of you that you're wanting to share and so it's it's a nerve-wracking experience so you know you just sort of try to tailor the first game to that person yeah and yeah. the other thing is is that if they're your friend and it's something that you really care about yeah they're more likely to give it a chance yeah so that's the other thing is what's your favorite game mm-hmm. what started what makes well, you like when you go to play it, you're like, oh, that's right. I love Nancy Drew. Like, what is that game for you that always reinvigorates you? You know, you can play the shittiest of games, but what game when you start playing it, you go, god damn, yes, this is the shit. This is my shit. <laughs> Unless it's Ransom of the Seven Ships, and then no, just, just don't know do that it. it's an anomaly that you like it. <laughs> well, that one just requires too much explanation. Honestly. Especially when you get to the end. Because if that's the first one, they're like, I don't know who that is. So it makes absolutely no sense. So it's fine. Other Most than of us that didn't one. remember either. It's like, true. Who? We were like, it's been it's been like seven years since I played that game. <laughs> I don't know. Um But yeah, if you care about it, they'll care about it. Yeah. But if you want to tailor it. These are our suggestions. Yeah. And if you want some advice, we're always here to yeah. give you some advice. If you're like, my friend likes this piece of media, we might be able to help you out. Yeah, to be honest, this is kind of what we always we always did with books. Mm-hmm. People would, you know, those who don't know, we used to uh, sell used books uh, at a used book sale. And so we... Um, we ended up being the ones to sell a lot of books uh, our our family sold the most books and we made it the most profitable okay um because yeah, we'll we, put it that we <laughs> tailored our book suggestions to the people that were asking we're like okay well what kind of stuff do you like so that's how you should always so you know you're like okay friend this is a thing that i love and i want to incorporate it so i reach out to you and go i know what you love so you know I think that helps. Yeah. So those are the categories we thought of. Categories. You know, categories <laughs> of people. Um, what category people does be... your friend fit into? <laughs> all people can be split up into these categories. <laughs> no, but those are what we thought of. If you guys have ones that you thought of, let us know. You can reach us on our Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube, SoundCloud, Twitch, any of these places. Um, Just as a reminder, you can also subscribe to our Twitch page. You can get access to our cute little wine glass emote. And now we have loyalty badges (laughs) on our, for our subs that look like cute little uh, magnifying glasses. And I'm really proud of them because I made them myself. Reese spent a little time on them. (laughs) Maybe a little bit of time. Maybe a little bit of time. (laughs) So you can do that. Or if you feel more comfortable, you can buy us a digital coffee at ko-fi.com slash co-meistersisters. Um, on the channel this next week, Ariana is going to be playing something. What are you thinking of playing, sister? I'm going to play Legend of the Crystal Skull because I thought about it earlier and I went, God damn, I want to play that game. So I'm playing But it. on Senior Detective. On Senior Detective. Ooh. So... Come watch me cry. <laughs> cry playing cry? <gasps> awesome. Okay. 
So just as a reminder, I'm Risa. And I'm Mariana. And we're the Curlmeister Sisters, and we're asking you guys to stay sleuthy.